Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by one of our favorite repeat guests, David Wood who if you had listened to the previous episode, you would know he's a former consulting actuary to Fortune 100 companies. He built the world's largest coaching business, becoming number one on Google for life coaching and coaching in 12 countries around the globe. Today, we're gonna talk about how in addition to helping others, David is no stranger to overcoming challenges himself, having survived a full collapse of his paraglider and that leading to a fractured spine witnessing the death of his sister at age seven, anxiety, depression, and a national gong show. Um, He now coaches high-performing business owners to double revenue and their time off by focusing on less. I am fascinated. David, thank you for coming back. Seth, always good to see you, mate. All right. So I'm not going to ask you how you got started because we are, they should go listen to the first episode about having challenging conversations where they should hear that. But let's talk about, which we didn't get to in the first episode, about the challenges you've overcome. So let's start with the paraglider. How does a paraglider collapse and break your back? And how are you still standing to talk about it? Well, a hang glider is a fixed wing craft. A hang glider has got a a frame. It's very strong. They almost never collapse. But a paraglider is a soft wing. So it's designed that if, if things get a little crazy, it will actually collapse but the idea is that it will then reinflate. Pretty scary thing. And it's the reason that for years I did not try paragliding, but it's so convenient, except for the collapsing, because you can pack it up, you can take it on a plane, you can carry it kil- kilometers across a field to get to the nearest road. So I got into paragliding, and unfortunately, I was 15 feet above the ground in Colombia, just coming down. I was just about to touch down in a little bubble of air caught me. I didn't control the wing well enough and I had a partial collapsed and I fell about 10 or 15 feet onto my butt. Ouch. Oh yeah. And I screamed. I really did. But I had a pretty good day. Uh, People say, oh, that must've been horrible. It's like, actually the pain wasn't too bad except for the fact that I could not pee. Uh, And and I'd already been flying for an hour or two. So I was ready to pee and I just could not. That was the thing I was most worried about. But people were lovely. Um, You know, I ended up hobbling out of the hospital hours later. How, I mean, you broke your back. How, I mean, I normally, that would be months and months of rehab and spinal traction and. Yeah, well, it was a mild compression fracture. 
So um, they didn't need to do anything about it. He no massive surgery. No, no. Your spine but, isn't fused with steel pins and plates and, and rods. No, it was quite. It was quite mild. It was just excruciating initially uh, because I had uh, you know bleeding in the muscles uh, from all that contusions. But I'm good, man. I'm I'm really healthy. That is absolutely incredible and a miracle. Uh, tell us about the National Gong Show. Well. When I quit my job, and I'm a big fan of people doing what they love. And if you don't love your job, you should leave it and you should create something that you do love. I quit my job and I thought, what would I do if I just had six months to do anything I ever wanted? And this was at the age of like 20, 24. I was 27. And I said, I'd love to be one of those guys at the ski fields that sings Piano Man or blame it on the boogie with a, with a black Afro and, and gets people singing along while they're drinking. I, it just looks so much fun to me. So I, I quit my job. I hired a singing coach and I started performing in pubs and for parties. And I went and auditioned for Australia's equivalent of the national gong show. It was called Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. They had a segment called Red Faces. And out of 300 people who auditioned, they, they booked me and they said, all right, next week you're flying to Melbourne. So I went on national TV wearing a kilt and I don't have a great singing voice. So I was terrified. And, um, you know, I, I, I tell people, look, if you're ever worried, think back to that moment I had when I was in the green room and I lost bladder control for about three drops worth of urine three drops came out and I'm like, I'm about to walk on TV wearing a kilt, national television. You think that helped my anxiety? Or I do not. It? I think it made it worse. It was one of the scariest things I've, I've ever done. And uh, I made it through. I came second. I got beaten by an 80 year old lady playing a ukulele. <laughs> All right. As so now that we've gotten that out of the way, how are you coaching high performing business owners to double their revenue and their time off by focusing on less? What does that mean? And how do you do it? Well, here's the thing I've discovered, uh, being an entrepreneur for over 20 years, I've discovered that our gift, our greatest gift is also our biggest curse. We see all the options. We see all the possibilities. I mean, just take your target market. So many possibilities. What about the problems you solve? What about the promise that you're going to, you know, the happy solution? What about the traffic sources? What about the hiring and the team? It's just overwhelming. And time after time, when I, I speak to high-performing entrepreneurs, they're suffering from shiny object syndrome. And I know what that's like. So largely my job is to help them focus. Like, let's pick a plan, something you can hang your hat on for a year and go deep into it so you can have peaceful, focused action be twice as productive, be twice as happy, and double your revenue. So I know it doesn't sound like rocket science, but almost every entrepreneur I've met has some version of this where we see all the possibilities and we just really need to work out what to focus on so we can be way more effective. Absolutely. I would agree 100%. Let's dial deep into that. So let's start with the doubling revenue side, because that's obviously the sizzle that sells the steak that you deliver on the back end. 
So how are you helping them? Give me, I don't want the secret sauce, but I want some examples perhaps of how you were able to help someone narrow those things down to achieve that goal. Yeah, great. So yeah, we'll, we'll narrow it down. First, we'll go meta a little bit. The three big buckets that I teach are doubling your productivity. The second bucket is doubling the revenue where we look at leads and conversions. And then the third bucket is building your team. I try and keep it really simple because if I don't do that, right, you're just going to get more overwhelmed. And then uh, since you've asked about doubling the revenue, I'll give you a couple of examples. One client, Laura Belmar, is just, she's brilliant. She's really good at what she does in her business. And when we looked at increasing conversion, she already had a plan. She'd been wanting to get around to it for a year. But I'm sure you know what I'm talking about here. There's so much on our to-do list and she just hadn't bitten the bullet and implemented the steps that she already knew were probably going to help. She increased conversion by a whopping 25%. Wow. Right. And that I'd I'd like to take credit for the, for the strategies, but what I can take credit for is getting her to implement it because how many of us know how to get healthier? But everybody knowing, theoretically, right? Yeah, but knowing that does nothing for your body, right? Correct. So sometimes it's the implementing. Um, another client, um, and I have permission to, to share these stories. Amy Youngblood has an interior design business, and there was an issue with the messaging. And I'm a huge fan of caveman messaging. So this is an example where we get diluted and we get scattered. Uh, me, me, for example, I want to help entrepreneurs with 20 things. I, I really, and I do, I help them with a lot of things, but your messaging can't be diluted. So we helped Amy to clarify it. And particularly now during the pandemic um, with an, as an interior designer, I'm like, what's the caveman problem that a caveman could grunt? And, and, and what, what does we, caveman problem mean for those of our folks who don't it, know? It means a problem that your caveman mind could grunt it out. Okay. So give me an example. It. So with her, we, uh, her messaging was a little diluted. Like we want you to feel really good in your home and have a place where you can entertain. And there were so many promises. The caveman problem was you're stuck in a place you don't love, right? It's a pandemic. You can't go anywhere. You're stuck in a place you don't love. And uh, that's not fair. So we got it that clear. And the promise is have a home or a nest that you love one you're proud of, one that feels like you. We got it that clear. And uh, over 12 months, she was able to double revenue. And, and I think a big part of it was just getting that messaging crystal clear. Absolutely. Messaging is so key. You also gave an example earlier about a target market. Can you talk about how you help someone narrow down their target market? Yeah. So again, using Amy as an example, she was tempted to go for the corporate market and she wanted to go for the individual market. And I'm like, look, and I tell, I tell all my clients this, you can do both. If people come to you and they want to pay you a lot of money to do their own home, say yes. Uh, but pick one to put all your energy into. Pick one to put all your advertising into. Pick one to target, create your lead magnet for. And that's another example. So she decided to go with the corporate market. Now, once you've done that and you've picked your market to hang your hat on, now your lead magnet is going to be easier. 
everything's going to be easier. So what are you going to offer them on the website? Um, well, for a corporate market, maybe it's, maybe it's three, three things you can do to have your employees happier in the current pandemic. Maybe that's it, right? Just off the top of my head. But before she chose the market, it was hard to create a lead magnet because she's, yeah. she's got five markets. She needs five lead magnets. And that or you make one broad enough for everybody that's so generic, it appeals to nobody. Exactly, exactly. So I, I just coached somebody yesterday on, on writing a book. And it's a very, it's a very exciting concept about gamifying behavior. But as we got into it, there are four books there. And I said, look, you could do one for everybody and have a chapter on everything. But I would rather see you do one on gamifying marketing. Oh, yeah. With that, right? Now, if that's I hot, know a publisher we, that'll help with that. Oh, if that's hot, which it is, I want to read the book. Right. Um, the next, the next, the next book could be um, gamifying your team so that you get more out of your team as a manager. The next book could be personal productivity, how to gamify your own life. And then another book could be for educators. So I'm like, pick one and yeah. have it be amazing. Be successful at that. People will drag you out of that niche to do everything else. Absolutely. That is a great example. Now we're talking about focusing on less, on narrowing that focus. We're too broad. How do we know if we're too broad? How do we know if we're too scattershot? How do we recognize the caveman, the problem? Yeah, I think <laughs> it's a constant battle within my own brain, right? So one thing that, that uh, I like to teach is the, the five ones. And this came from a, from a man called Clay Collins. And the five ones is a great way for you to look at your business and bring it back to simplification. So the first one is your market. Pick one target market. For me, I would like to do managers, executives, leaders, and entrepreneurs. But for me, I've chosen entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs earning over 200000 they want to scale, and they're suffering from shiny object syndrome. Mm. They're feeling scattered and overwhelmed, right? That's my market. Pick one problem and promise. The problem, you want to scale, you're scattered, you're way less effective than you could be. The promise is double revenue and your time off over 12 months, right? Crystal clear. Now I want to take it further. My brain's always doing that and uh, I bring it back. And if I don't, my coach will help me bring it back to focus because every day, every week I want to broaden. The next one, next one is one conversion tool. Could be a lead magnet, could be a webinar, um, but one conversion tool. The next one is one traffic source. Now, it's tempting. Look, I, I can't even make myself just do one. I'm, work, I'm doing podcasting here with you. I've got my own podcast. I've got a social media manager, and I just pulled the trigger on Facebook ads an hour ago. So I'll test those, but ultimately... I hope to come back and focus on one. And then the last one is one year. Give yourself one year to really tweak and test and nail it and go deep and be so good 
And then once you've hit a million dollars a year, you can throw that model out the window and you can add another one and another one and another one. But this is one way that you do this model for yourself on a piece of paper and you'll see if you are scattered and having shiny object syndrome right now and if you might need a little help dialing it back in. Wow, I love the structure. I love the simplicity. We, what do you like best about what you're doing? My brain seems to be engineered to take complex data pieces, like a thousand puzzle pieces, and chunk them down for people. That's what I do. Whether it's a tough conversation you got to have with your partner, or whether it's um, doubling your revenue or getting your time off or strategizing stuff, I can look at all the pieces and make it easier so that your brain can go, oh, that's what I need to do. Step one, step two, step three. And the bonus out of that, that's fun for me, but the bonus out of that is I can help people feel more peaceful. And that's, that really excites me because I, I, I want everyone to love their life. I, money is not my main driver. If it was, I would be an investment banker. I was an actuary. I'd be an investment banker. Money's not my main driver, but I will help you double your revenue because money makes everything, a lot of things easier. Um, my secret agenda that's not so secret because I tell everyone is I want you to love your life. So we'll start with doubling your revenue. Then we'll double your time off. Then we'll look at you being a more extraordinary entrepreneur and human. I love, I love how it goes in order and how it makes such a difference with all the success you've achieved. I mean, what's your biggest challenge now? Well, ironically, I think focus is one of my challenges because I, I see like I'm writing a book on the side because I just love it. There's, it's called name that mouse and man, wait till I show you the cover. It's so awesome. So cute. That'd be, um, one challenge, but probably my biggest challenge for 15 years now has been uh, health. I just 15 years ago, I started feeling tired and somehow I'm still able to serve my clients and to enjoy my life and to create my business. But I just wish that I had more energy. So a lot of my projects are based around um, research and seeing what would increase that energy. That'd be my biggest challenge. If I could flick a switch, I just, I just feel like the way I do now, I'd feel like that for at least 12 hours a day. Awesome. And uh, who's an ideal client for you? Who's an ideal entrepreneur for, for this program? Thank you. I love that question. Um, you know, I just thought about Sam Page who's one of my clients and God, I love this guy. He's ideal because um He's earning over 200000 which means I can make a bigger difference financially. And he's so high-functioning. He's so smart and so good at what he does, plus he's coachable. And that is an amazing combination. If you're really good at what you do and you're always hungry for input to learn how to do it better, that's a winning combination in my book. So our sessions are just boom, boom, boom. And then he goes out. And he'll take it on for himself, what we've talked about. And then the next week, he'll roll it out for his whole team. He's just like, boom. He's like, all right, what's next? How do I move even faster? How do I remove myself from the bottleneck? I think in the first month of working together, 
he'd freed up 20 to 30 hours of his week. That is absolutely to do other things. You've yeah, always yeah. you've always been so generous with our audience. I know you've got something irresistible for us. Tell us about it. I do. I have a gift basket. It's a little fruit salad <laughs> for your audience. So uh, three things that you'll get. Uh, the first thing is a cheat sheet with the first steps to double revenue. Because again, it can be over like, where do I start? Well, here's where to start. The second thing is a short video showing you how to implement the steps. And then the third thing is a 15 minute a free 15-minute W Revenue audit where I'll get on the phone with you and we'll just identify the low-hanging fruit. And if it turns out you want help implementing that, we'll talk about coaching. And if not, happy to just help you work out where to start in your business to double revenue. And the link for that is myfocusgift.com. Awesome. All right. Well, we will make sure to put myfocusgift.com in the show notes. I'm going to go get mine right now. This has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with David Wood. David, thank you so much for joining us again. A pleasure, mate. Again, it's really good to see you each time. Absolutely. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching and listening. Make sure you check out myfocusgift.com. David, thanks again for joining us. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.